keeping you posted on the biggest contest in football. This is The Rivalry. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to The Rivalry Podcast. My name is Mitch. Jace, how are you doing this morning? Doing good, man. Feeling good. I've been in Florida for the last week or so, so still managed to catch a little bit of football on the side. Not as much as I would have liked, but... That doesn't mean that there's not a billion things to talk about for Michigan and Ohio State. So let me get this straight. You brought your horrible Michigan weather here and then left to enjoy Florida I weather. Did do and now, that. yes. Wow. And now I'm coming back and I'm hoping the sunshine's coming with me, but it instead just kind of looks like hurricane. We'll get into how <laughs> Michigan is terrible instead. later, but wow. welcome to the Rivalry Podcast. My name is Mitch. He's Jace. We are your garbage free sports. Uh, show primarily focused on the Ohio State Buckeyes and that team up north. We love bringing news to you guys. We just see that there is a need for a garbage-free sports show. You're not going to hear anything that you're going to want to turn down the volume uh, for your kids in the car. We try to keep things nice here, but at the same time, we are very passionate about our teams, and we all know that college football revolves around Ohio State and that team up north. So we try to bring <laughs> as much. I've, I've given you two free passes on that so far today. Okay. I will not give you a third one. Fantastic. Well, we're glad you guys have joined us. Feel free to follow us on Twitter at Jason Mitch. We are the Rivalry Podcast. You can find us on Twitter, any major podcast app, and Spotify now. So last episode, right, as the, right at the end there, Mitch, in typical fashion, was mocking me over something that I said. I want to just start off there. You had mocked me. This was coming fresh off the Notre Dame loss for Michigan. And I said, I think there's frustration here for Michigan. I think that they beat Western 45 to nothing. And you laughed at me. You then picked, I believe, Western Michigan to win that game. I wasn't serious. Well, I knew you guys were going to win. Who's to say whether or not you were serious? But a 49 to 3 win is pretty much spot on. With what I thought was going to happen. Okay, you guys go back and listen to the last episode and tweet at us if you think that I was joking or if you actually thought I was serious. I was hoping it would be a 21-7 to victory, uh, Western Michigan, but it wasn't. It was 49-3, to but what did we learn from this last weekend? We learned that Ohio State scored more points against a better team than Michigan scored against a worse team. Because Rutgers, everybody knows Rutgers is better than Western Michigan. Do we know that? Absolutely. Are you positive Big that 10? everybody knows? Yeah, okay, so Rutgers is as much a part of the Big Ten as Oregon State is as much a part of the Pac-12. <laughs> and you know that I'm not a big Pac-12 guy anyway. That's kind of the comparison, though. Okay. So let's not get too excited about that. There's no doubt Western Michigan's not a great team, but still, remember what, I mean, you might not because you weren't paying attention to Michigan last year, but for those of us Michigan fans that suffered through and struggled through last year, uh, there were games on the schedule that I remember specifically telling my wife, Lindsay, saying, oh, yeah, no, we can go meet up with friends. Like, it, by halftime, this game will be over. And Cincinnati and Air Force, both were games into the third, if not the fourth quarter. There's a picture that actually popped up on Facebook. You know that Facebook time hop thing? Yeah. There's a picture that popped up of me. She had taken of me laying on the floor of my apartment <laughs> face down. And it said, has the caption, I guess I had said, we should be up by more. And the on the TV in the background, it's just a picture of either Wilton Spade or John O'Corn just staring off into the distance. I'm like, that. <laughs> this encapsulates last year. That's the one good thing, or one of the many good things that I guess that I'm taking away from this game, 
is it wasn't one of those struggle, oh boy, I don't know if we're going to pull it out. It, the game was over by halftime. And that's and new that for was, you guys. That was, even though that will not take away the pain of the Notre Dame loss, that is encouraging moving forward because that says, okay, this is a at least a different trajectory than we were on last year. Yeah, see, I did – you, at the beginning of that segment, you said that I haven't paid much attention to that well, state of last, last year, year. I thought I either watched for comical relief, or I, I, I or it was the, or it was the game, and I just can't look at those colors. And I've had to stretch myself this year to keep in the loop to try to put you I in your place on the show. About you. But it's just it's not enjoyable to watch those <laughs> colors on a football field. It's just not the case. People know what I'm talking about. All right, let's look at Ohio State last week. So I was at these uh, the Reds game. Correction, I was at the Padres game uh, wow, down you can't in Cincinnati. Make that mistake. Wow. Okay. I know. Well, okay. I was at the Cincinnati, the, the Great American Ballpark, and it was a you were rainy at the Reds day. game, but was, you were watching the Padres. Correct. Game. I'm gotcha. a Padres fan. Everybody listening <laughs> to this knows that. I grew up in San Diego. We were watching the game. The Padres ended up losing, but as soon as we got in the stadium, they hit a two run, two run home run. So I don't know if it was just me not being there until then. I think they, it's your presence. Yeah, exactly. So presence. anyway, they it got rained out. It got to the top of or the uh, middle of the seventh inning, and they just called it because of the rain. So uh, where am I? Okay, got to the. There's seventh- a connection here somewhere. I'm being told <laughs> it's the Ohio State education. So at this work, game, folks. this game is happening at the same time as the OSU game. So I'm missing this willingly because I know it's going to be put away before the first quarter's over, and it was. And so once it got rained out, we went across the street to this restaurant and watched the second half, and oh my gosh, was that fun to watch. Did you see the game? I did not. Again, being on vacation, I saw a few highlights. I, I saw a Tate Martell run making people look silly like he'd set it on rookie mode and just started it's sprinting insane. off. I'm going to throw some, some numbers at you. In their okay. last three meetings, including last weekend, in Ohio State, Rusker, Rut, Ruskers, Ruskers. Ohio State, oh my gosh, Ohio State, Rutgers, why can't I say that? <laughs> last three meetings, including this last weekend, we have outscored them 166 to 3. <laughs> Man, but you kind of, I mean, you kind of blew the shutout, though. Okay, and they, it's okay, but now in the history of us meeting them, they have scored on us a total of four individual times. Tate Martell, our second-string quarterback, went 10 for 10 and eight carries for 95 yards. And Dwayne Haskins looked as great as ever, 20 for 23, 233 yards and four touchdowns. This is exactly what you said. It's like they put it on rookie mode and just had a blast. Went for it, yeah. Here's, again, here is, and I think I said this on on Twitter again, at Jace and Mitch, it's great that Dwayne Haskins has looked phenomenal and people are like, oh, Heisman can't remember who you've played so far. It's Oregon State and Rutgers. So Buckeye friends, you can be, again, I'm trying to be a reasonable fan here. You can be excited because he has looked good. He has, what, nine touchdowns in the first two games? Yes. Something like that? That's great. But remember who you're playing. Now, the good thing for Haskins, like as a person, as an individual football player, is he's getting more of those reps and he's getting the practice. So when you get into the big games, he at least has that experience. But I'm not going to crown him Heisman champion just yet. That's okay. That's okay. Moving forward, next week is at TCU. And I say at TCU loosely because it's R- in Dallas, AT&T right? Stadium. Yeah. yeah, so it's going to be a big game. College game day is actually going to this game. So TCU is ranked number 15. We are ranked number 4. They chose to come to this game instead of going to 12 versus 7, Auburn and LSU. 
So I thought that was interesting, and yeah. a, that's a tighter matchup. Um, two big schools, but obviously this is the one that people are more interested in. This is if they had to point at Ryan Day's biggest challenge as being interim head coach, this is definitely the game oh. because they've played nobody, hands down, quote unquote, hands so down. far. Um, <clears throat> our linebackers got better last time. We played nobody twice. The second nobody, we got way better on the linebacker side of things, which is why we only had three points as opposed to the 30-something we had yeah. um, the week before. I think that people will understand how big of a deal Ohio State is after this next Saturday. It's one of those weird things, too, and I have not, and I'll full disclosure, I have not looked at this week's projections, but when we first, I'm sure you have, when we first looked at the projected, like, win-loss percentage for this game, it was like 80-20, 70-30, it was very heavy for Ohio State, more so than I think most 4v15 matchups would look like. So again, this is a game that I think will give you a better measuring stick, but I'm I'm not fully convinced it will give you the full measuring stick like playing a, I don't know, like playing a Wisconsin or, or an LSU or something like that. But this will definitely at least give you more of a trajectory of particularly how the defense is going to go. Because so I think that's the big thing because TCU's offense is going to be, it's the run and gun spread. And it'll be interesting to see how the linebackers adjust to something like that. They have played very well in their last couple of games. I looked up the highlights of their games and they're able to throw down the field. They're able to make some big runs. They're, they're a good team. However, ESPN still has 87% Ohio wow. state. Okay. So it's gone way at 12 up to favorites. And here's the thing. I'm not watching college game day. For those of you interested, it's on at eight o'clock PM uh, this Saturday. It's going to be at AT&T stadium. Again, Ohio state, big favorites, but college game day is normally my favorite part of Saturdays. I'm not watching it. Why not? Last week, I don't know if you watched it last week or even two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, yeah. How they spent time talking about Urban Meyer painted him like he got away with murder. Like he, er, it was it was so frustrating. There was not one positive line of, well, maybe he's actually in the clear. Like this is post committee, this is post everything. This was it made it look like he was the evilest person. Like he was the guy that was doing the horrible yeah, crime. Yeah. So I, I got frustrated. I know they're going to talk about it. Like, you know they got to have stuff to I talk about. I know they're going to talk about it because he's coming back for not the game after this. So once this game is over, he is back in full motion, which when, when I say coming back, I have it in air quotes because he's already been back as a coach for the last two weeks. It's coaching. just that Saturday does, you he, can't be even in the building, I don't think. Right, exactly. And he hasn't played called in a long time. Ryan Day has always been playing. So really, it's been the exact same thing. He just isn't in the building. So he'll be back in the building, which will make things better, I presume. But there's going to be a lot of news coming of trying to revive this drama because the news loves the drama. I think it's terrible. Um, the signs in the background of college game day are yeah, going to be atrocious. That's, that's where I so kind of draw the line because there's there's a level at which you can have some good hearted. Hu- I mean, I'm a Michigan fan. Okay, I have good hearted, tough humor with Ohio State, but there are certain things in life that y- you just got to draw a line on. And say, you know what? This is beyond sport, beyond football. We're not going to go into that. Keep it on the field. Have fun with it. Go go after players. Have fun with it. People go after Jim Harbaugh for the khakis. That stuff is funny to me. There, there's a line, and you got to know when not to cross it. I totally agree. The other reason that I'm not going to be watching college game days is because I canceled my former TV provider, so I have <laughs> no actual way of doing that. And the truth but, comes out. <laughs> so anyway, what my prediction is against um, the upcoming game is it's going to be... Ah, I don't know. I think it's going to be thir- <laughs> Good, solid 30, prediction. 35-10. 35-10. 
That's they're going to score a lot. It's going to be tough, but at the end of the day, we have the most electrifying team. Tate Martell is so much fun to watch, and he's our second string. Like when he comes in, he is running fifty-five yards. He's getting decked. I don't know if you saw the hit he took last week. He gets put on his back. He's an athlete. Literally man. gets the wind knocked out of him. Pops up and is running, and then follows it up with his huge play after every large run or throw. He's jumping up and down like he is so energized. I remember they talked about Peppers on your team. What's his yeah. first name? Jabril Peppers. Yeah, Jabril. <laughs> Make that sound up front oh too. Gosh, never, no, but yeah, just never the, do ener- that again. the energy at which Jabril Peppers plays. If you're a hockey fan, the the energy at which Alexander Ovechkin plays, that is fun to watch. I just wish it were for a better team. Yeah, That's and Tate, <laughs> a better. Uh, oh, it's gonna be fine. Anyway, he's so much fun to watch. It's gonna be thirty five ten, and then we've got um, SMU. For you guys. Yeah, so first of all, on on the Ohio State thing, I I do think it's gonna be a, a tight game. I'll go ahead. I'll give you. I'll give you thirty-eight twenty-one. Now scratch. I'll give you I'll twenty-one give you, points. That's I love. I'll it. give you forty-one twenty-one. You're gonna give three touchdowns, to SMU? No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm talking about. No, I'm talking about Ohio State. Oh, oh no, no, no. Oh, I'm talking. No, <laughs> no way. Not a After chance. Four, okay. I think that the offense scores a little bit. They keep it interesting. Third quarter, so you start to. You know, you get that feeling during the game where you're like. Oh, it's over now, isn't it? About mid to late third quarter, you're going to have that feeling, everybody. No, SMU, here's the deal. I mean, Ben Hicks has gone uh, 0 for 2. SMU hasn't won a game yet. 360 yards over two games. SMU's quarterback, Ben Hicks. He's the one bright spot on this team. And gone are the days of what they would call like the Pony Express, like the spread, run and gun offense, all that stuff. Michigan is going to have... A lot of fun. Yeah, you guys are ninety-eight point seven favorites, like percent chance favorites for this game, so, and thirty-five point. Favorites. So I'm I'm going to put the same pick that I had last week for Western. Anytime a horse-themed <laughs> mascot comes into the big house, I'm just going to pick forty-five to nothing. I'm actually going to be at this game too, so I'm excited for oh, that. Cool. It's been a while since I've been to a game in Ann Arbor, so. That'll be fun. I'm expecting 45 nothing. just a very chill, beautiful Saturday you, afternoon and evening. Do you actually enjoy being in that city? Ann Arbor is one of the greatest cities on the planet. Blah! <laughs> There's no, why, what? Name two things you like about that city. Uh, university was one of the highest, not just athletic, but like academic institutions in the country. The arts district in Ann Arbor is phenomenal. It is a gorgeous city. It's fantastic. Easy access to even things like if you want to go to Detroit, if you want to go to Toledo, if you want to go up to Saginaw as a hidden gem, it's perfect. Everything about it is perfect. Do people normally want to go to Detroit and Toledo? Well, I'm thi- Okay, well, fair. <laughs> no, and the this, weather, this I have not- never been there where the weather doesn't look like what it looks like outside <laughs> right now. I, it is always rain. I, cr- I drove up there to see some friends because I do have friends that live in that city, unfortunately. Proud of you. And... As soon as we crossed the border, I'm not making this up. As soon as we crossed the border to that state, it immediately started raining. And all of the Again, people in the car started just, laughing. So you had talked about the Padres game, your presence. Maybe your presence just brings rain. <laughs> Maybe that's all that this is. I'm a San Diego guy. I bring, I bring sun. <laughs> Unless it's that state. I Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. So there, yeah it's it, should, be a, it should be no problem. Yeah, no it's problem be a for Michigan. Blowout for Michigan. Uh, are you going to ride a scooter at halftime like I told you to do last time? I have. Are there scooters in Ann Arbor? 
I would think not because Ann Arbor is a sophisticated place. For those of you that didn't listen last time, <laughs> scooters back. are you so much fun. You go back and listen to it. Scooters are so much fun. If you guys haven't ridden them downtown, as annoying as they are in the car or if you're walking on the sidewalk, as soon as you get on one, they are so much fun. The worst parts of Columbus are Ohio State football and scooters downtown. Yikes. In that order. Okay, do you have anything more for us? No, that's, I just want to complain about scooters one more time. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. No, I think both teams this week, I think Ohio State's game is a little bit closer. End of the day, both teams should have a comfortable week, um, and Michigan really gets to not look past SMU, but start kind of opening up the playbook and getting ready for Nebraska, which is a big question mark, but we'll get to that next week. Yep, Ohio State is picking up numbers. They're picking up steam. They're coming up. Everybody will know they're going to be a national championship team after this coming Saturday, and so I'm looking okay. forward to... <laughs> Looking forward to that. You guys, if you didn't hear at the beginning, you guys can follow us on Spotify, on iTunes, on any major podcasting app. Our Twitter handle is? Yep, we are at Jace and Mitch, J-A-C-E and Mitch, because you can probably spell that. Uh, Use the hashtag, the Rivalry Podcast. Use the hashtag RivalPod. That's kind of how we get to keep track, know that you're listening. We'll retweet you because we're cool like that. I'm retweeting stuff all the time, so if you want to see some quick stats and videos about both teams, feel free to check us out. Lots of good stuff on there. Definitely check it out. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next Wednesday. Not just a game. It's the game. You're listening to The Rivalry.